0: I'm going to be talking about, and you'll see the message up there, that all God has ever wanted was our faith. And as I was praying and interceding uh, um, for this uh, session today and being with you, God said, tell them all that I ever wanted was their faith. And you might be saying, where's my answer to prayer? Why haven't I been healed yet? Why haven't my prayer been answered? And this one, why is it taking so long? Why am I not healed? Why am I still suffering? And sometimes we're in bad relationships and that's suffering. Sometimes we have a, a, a loss of a loved one uh, and that's suffering. Grief is suffering. God is saying, he doesn't want you to suffer, but you can be asking, well, where is God at? Because I'm suffering and this need hasn't been met, hasn't been taken care of. It's impossible for me. But I thought I'd been believing God. Well, you're going to see today a little bit more insight on how to believe God, how to have faith in God, because he has actually said it's impossible to please God without faith. So how important is faith? It is everything when it comes to God. God is saying to you today. You're asking, where am I at? Well, I'm here. I'm waiting on you. God has said, I am waiting on you. And God bless you, Elaine. Thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you. God is saying, I'm waiting on you. All I ever have wanted was your faith. Now, faith seems like it's something we got to earn, that we have to work for. But in Romans 12, 3, it is written this way, that God has given every person a measure of faith. He's given every person a measure of faith. And it wasn't for one situation. God has given you a measure of faith for the rest of your life. Hello, Michelle. I see you join me this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Michelle. And let me tell you about this. this. This is really neat. This may blow your socks off, but faith is natural. As I say, you'd be wonderful. Faith is so hard and I got to read 10 books and pray 40 hours at, you know, over a month in order for me to have great faith. Well, faith is natural. Do you believe God created you? Yeah, do you really believe God? Now I know some people, there's some science that don't believe we were created by God, but most people they believe God created us. So if God created us, do you think he would leave a part of himself out of you so that you couldn't have faith in him who created you. And welcome, Annette. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Annette. Good morning to you too. Well, we don't have to work hard for faith, but yet something happens to us that we become filled with fear and doubt when we start believing God, having faith in God, and we waver back and forth. So why do we waver back and forth with this innate gift or this innate part of our being called faith? Why do we waver so much? Why do we go back and forth? Let me just ask you this. Did you question the word miracle when I said it's miracle Sunday Did you think, why did she say miracle? She should use another word that's easier to intrigue people. When you say miracle, people get stiffed up. What do you mean a miracle? Miracle? A miracle? If I believe in God, I can have a miracle? Yes! That's what God has told me. And it's called Miracle Sunday. And I'm not here just to pray and just kind of pat you on the back and say it's going to be okay. No! I'm here to believe for the impossible. I'm here to believe for the miracle. I could have just said, it's Prayer Sunday. And people, "That, that sounds good. That lady's on there talking about prayer. No! I'm talking about miracles. I'm talking about those things are impossible. Those things you have been suffering through. Those things have been difficult for you. God is saying you can believe him. You can have faith in the miraculous. What is the miraculous? Good morning, Annette. Welcome to. What is the miraculous? (laughs) Miraculous involves change. It involves changing from something that's been impossible for you to be now possible. Because of God, as I was telling you, faith is a part of our spiritual DNA. Yes, we got these physical bodies and God did a beautiful job with our physical being. So has he done with our spirit on the inside. And faith is a spiritual principle, it's a spiritual entity in your human being body. We have faith. You don't believe you have faith. Listen to some of these examples. We have faith on our jobs. How many of you work for two weeks before you even get paid? You work, you labor, you deal with policy, you deal with this, you deal with that, and you haven't even got paid yet. But the employer said in two weeks on the 1st and the 15th, you're going to get a paycheck and you happily go to work because you believe by faith that 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 employer is going to pay you after you've completed your work. So you have faith in your employer see that wasn't that hard they kind of write on the dotted line you sign you're in agreement you will get paid because after you work after you labor people that's faith. and what about packaged goods that we buy from the grocery store what about those fresh vegetables that we pick up that's faith you have faith that that manufacturer you know they put everything according to code and got that Macaroni and cheese box, okay for you to eat. The fresh vegetables and lettuce and tomatoes we get out of the store. We are trusting, we have faith. We have faith in the farmers that they did everything right. So we have, we have faith, that's faith. Okay, we have faith when we go to a restaurant and we look at those pretty menus and all the, the, the items that we can purchase, you know. We say, oh, this one looks good, that one looked good. Now that plate is not in front of you. That's not fair yet, but you have faith that what's on the menu will be in likeness to when that server brings your meal. That is faith. Faith is innate. Uh, and I see now Annette. Thank you, Annette, for coming this morning. Thank you for watching. That's faith. So I'm telling you, faith is natural, it's innate. God put this thing called faith inside of us first. So that we would know him and we could have faith in him for the difficulties and hardships we would have on earth. We was going to need faith and God gave it to us. So you don't have to search and fight and, and, and go on a 40 day pass to figure out this thing called faith. It's already there. We have faith on the highway. How many of you get in your car and you take off and you have faith? that everybody's going to stay on their side of the road. That's faith. That's faith. You don't wake up and cry and plead, oh God, please, please, please help the car to stay on the right side of the road. Help everybody to, uh, to, to operate in defensive driving. No, you just kind of go out and you have faith that those things which would be on that highway is going to be safe for you. And that Faith is so innate and faith is so much a part of our lives. That guess what? When we get into too much fear, it's abnormal. It's abnormal. It's called a phobia when you get in too much fear. Because in life, we are to have faith. We have to have faith. I have faith in this chair I'm sitting in. I didn't check it out and turn it upside down this morning. I had faith that this chair was going to hold me up. So if I kept if I was fearful and nervous just to sit in this chair, they said, "Hey Dorothy, that's abnormal. That's abnormal. You can't you can't have faith in those things. A phobia, paranoia, social anxieties. That when we get that's when we have too much fear, and it's called abnormal. This life is one of of faith, and I believe also of love. So yet, with all of this faith going on day by day in our everyday activity, why do we struggle to have faith in God? Why do we struggle to have faith in God? We can't see him, but you couldn't see those things beforehand that I told you about those examples in life. Yes, he is an invisible God, but so are, are ordering our are from a menu or ordering pizza by, on the phone and a, and a young man comes and brings the pizza. We don't see the pizza yet, but we have faith. So listen to this. When you were created by God, God would not leave himself out of you. Where does the struggle come where the struggle comes from? You didn't just wake up one day and didn't have faith in God. No, nope. life don't happen that way. You didn't wake up this Sunday morning and say, oh, I've always had faith in God, but now I don't have faith. You have to unlearn your innate faith in God. God put it in you. He said he gave everyone a measure of faith. And that faith is for the rest of your life. So when you you didn't just happen to wake up and have no faith in God. You had to unlearn. You had to actually unlearn your faith in God. You had to condition yourself away from faith in God. You had to listen to others doubt God remember some of those conversations you have to listen to other people doubt god you have to listen to others say you can't believe god for those type of uh, for that answer the prayer that's that's out that's outside of that's talk that's talking about miracles you can't believe god like that you uh, god doesn't answer those kinds of prayers that's too much you can do a little bit but you can't do all of that with god then you choose yeah, I'm putting responsibility back on you and me where we choose to have fear, worry, and doubt and not faith in God. See, fear, worry, and doubt, that was not given to us by God. We have to unlearn. We have to walk away from faith in God. And then the thoughts in our head will back up our fears, worry, anxiety. You're going to get a lot of uh, things that'll come along. Once you start doubting God, wavering back and forth, you're going to get a lot that says in your head, nah, don't believe that. Don't listen to that. That's not within your religion. That's not what you've been taught. That's not what your parents believe. That's not what the school system told you. You're going to get everything to reinforce fear, worry, and anxiety. Now, Hebrews 11.1, you probably have heard this one a few times. It says, now faith Is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. There goes that invisible realm of spirit that's like God. Having faith in God, that's having complete trust, having complete confidence in God, in Him. Faith is having a strong belief in God. Trust, a conviction that God is true. Okay, what is faith? Those are faith. How do you have faith in God? Believe in those things by faith of this invisible God. God bless you, Gloria. Gloria is from Texas. God bless you from joining me this morning. And Kelvin. I believe Kelvin is in Florida, I believe. God bless you there too. So now that's having faith in God. Remember I said you have to unlearn faith because it was innate. It was given to you. So what? how did you unlearn faith? Now I'm going to tell you how you can exercise faith, how you can get back into that, which God given you since the very beginning of your life here on earth. He gave you to have faith in him. Okay. How do you exercise faith in God? You will do what faith says and not your fears and doubts. And James 1 20 says, faith without works is dead. Uh, Faith moves. Faith does something. You can acknowledge, I have faith in God. You can say, I believe for healing. You can say, I believe for a financial miracle. You can say, I believe um, peace will come to this troubled relationship. You can say that. But then what are you going to do? Faith does something. And I got a couple of people in the Bible I'm going to tell you about. So you can look and say, ah, that's what faith does. Faith moves. Faith moves. James said faith without works is dead, so it means faith has to be acted upon. In Mark 12 and verse 42 begins a story about this poor widow lady. You probably have heard her. She exercised faith, and when she was at the temple, and then when the offering basket came, she gave an offering. And guess what? She put everything in there, and it says she gave uh, two very small copper coins worth only a fraction of our penny. That's how poor this lady was. And Jesus was there and he was watching the offerings and people going and he told his disciples, look at this poor widow lady. She gave more than everybody. That took great faith. That took, she could not have any fear placing all that she had in that offering plate. And so it would have been the same if she had $10 and placed it all in the offering plate. Hello there, Reppy, I believe, R-E-P-P-Y. God bless you. Welcome this morning. It would have been the same if she had her last $100 bill. It would have been the same if she had $1,000, and she put all of that in there. See, Jesus wasn't looking at those uh, couple of uh, coins that's less than our penny. He looked at her faith, and her faith says, I will not fear. I'm putting all that I have in without fear so don't take that word and say I'm going to put everything that I have in that offering unless you can do it without fear so when you do it without fear then you have great faith and that's what Jesus acknowledged now I'm going to read to you another little short story it's in my meet the fear uh, book and this is about uh, someone there was a centurion and it's in Mark no it's in Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 10. I kind of paraphrase it a little bit here. But it says, a, excuse me, a centurion came to Jesus and asked and asked for help to heal his servant who was paralyzed in his home. Wasn't that beautiful? This man was a servant, kind of like a slave in, in this ruler's home. So he cared for this man. Jesus said, I will go and heal him. Remember, I tell you, sometimes you don't have an application to qualify for a miracle. Jesus didn't say, well, who is he? What is he? Who does he believe in? And who are you? What kind of faith that you have? What kind of religion, I should say, do you have? But Jesus just said, the man presented Jesus a knee, And Jesus said, I will go and heal him without an application. And he replied, Lord. I do not deserve to have you to come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. When Jesus heard this, he was astonished and said to those following him, I tell you a truth. I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. This man was ready to believe Jesus and he went to him. Jesus didn't ask for credentials. He didn't ask for what religion you are from, what city or state you are from. Oh, i healing. I'm healing. So that's what he's telling you. See, faith isn't hard. All you have to do is exercise your faith away from fear. And God says that's great faith. So today, don't struggle with faith in God. He's not a hard taskmaster. He's not ready to hit you on the head with what all you didn't do up to this point. Don't struggle with faith. You have it on the inside of you. God has given you a measure of faith for a lifetime. So stop believing. Because, you know, as you believe, so shall it be. So stop believing. Stop believing that, God, that having faith in God is hard when it's a part of you. Just exercise what you believe like this poor lady in the centurion. Just like Jesus exercise faith, just like Jesus did when he walked on the face of the earth. Matthew 19, 26 says, for with God, all things are possible. That does not leave out your situation, whether it's for you, your body, whether it's for one of your loved ones, God does not leave out you in any way. Have faith in God uh, for those needs that are impossible. Have faith in God for your healing. Have faith in God for those things that are impossible when you have shortage of money and your budget is far from being met. Have faith in troubled relationships. Have faith in God for a new car, for your desires, a home, your plan, your visions, your goals. Have faith because all things are possible this morning with faith in God. So that's it.